Welcome to the Keeping the Dream Alive podcast brought to you by Torch Technologies. In this podcast, you will learn about all things Torch, from its history to its culture, employee ownership, commitment to the warfighter, our community involvement, and so much more. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen, and stay connected with Torch by following us on all your social media platforms. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoy the Keeping the Dream Alive podcast. Today, I'm sitting down and talk with Bill Warwick, co-founder of Torch Technologies. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm looking forward to continuing the conversation regarding the Tugboat Institute and address their fourth P of private today. The Tugboat Institute defines private as taking advantage of the ability of closely held private companies to have a stronger term view, greater confidentiality around strategies, and more operating flexibility than public or exit-oriented businesses. The idea of being privately held, I would believe, would not only benefit the employees, but it would also benefit the companies you work with. Can you tell me a little bit about some of the, this model of being privately held and how, has, and how it's impacted the growth of Torch over the last 20 years, as well as some of the struggles that you faced in the beginning starting a company with this model in mind? Yeah, there's, there's multiple types of companies. There's a privately held, there's a public company, there's the company that's being put together to be sold or the company that's uh, shopping to be sold. Uh, uh, there's the companies that the venture capitalists are rolling multiple companies together. They all have uh, uh, criteria that they're responding to. Uh, I've had the uh, fortunate or unfortunate, depending on how you look at it, uh, opportunity to work in in uh, several of those. Uh, and uh, it's, it's easy for me to say uh, that I prefer being in the private business uh, by a substantial margin. You know, the company that I worked for before Torch was uh, 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 that I worked 15 years for was Nichols Research, and it was private when I went to work there, and it ran uh, as a private company. But later, uh, when uh, one of the early larger stockholders passed away, they decided to go public, uh, and uh, it converted to being a public company. And we saw the the, the changes in the company uh, were dramatic after that. We saw em- employee benefits began to decline on a regular basis and we saw that the culture of the company started to change and instead of being driven to long-term goals where we could set a long-term goal that we were focused on that would be several years down the line we started managing to quarterly numbers because we were driven by that stock price and a hiccup in quarterly numbers would cause uh, the stock price to fall which uh, was very concerning and and could be devastating to the company in terms of the capital that it needs to go forward. Don and I, when we sat down uh, to uh, form Torch, uh, one of the things that we didn't want uh, was to be driven by those quarterly numbers. We didn't want to be in a situation where the company was being shopped to be sold. Uh, we we had both been a part of that previous sale where uh, Nichols sold. And we watched a lot of our friends uh, be given notice uh, uh, to, uh, you know, to work out uh, and uh, transition because a lot of the admin staff, uh, the buying company already has, so they don't need another head of HR. They don't need another head of business development. They, they are uh, getting rid of as much of the overhead staff as they can in order to raise the bottom line. After all, that's why they bought you. They want to make more profit. So as a private company, we made a decision. We wanted to be a private company, and we didn't want to be sold. 
we wanted the company to live on in perpetuity and, and to grow and to create the value that we're able to create early for the employees. So we set out to, to be a private company and to uh, set up an ESOP so that when we had to retire, when uh, Don or I had to retire, there was a way to do that without having to sell the company as it happened in uh, Nichols' situation. We've all, already successfully prosecuted that as Don retired several years ago. And in the upcoming uh, future, uh, uh, whenever I decide uh, to retire, we'll be, the company will be able to buy me out. And uh, there's al we've already established leadership that the company will go on uh, successfully uh, beyond that. So, so that was the idea we had. Uh, the advantage of being private, we can make long-term goals, and, and uh, all of you that are inside Torch and working with us now, you see that. We go through a, a long-term uh, planning process every year where we lay out uh, both short-term and long-term goals. But we have the ability to do those things, even though it might short-term impact the profit. We know that uh, those decisions that to make the company better long-term are better for all the stockholders, all the employees. So we're able to manage to those long-term decisions and make those kind of commitments that's necessary to grow the company in a manner that's consistent with the values that we have and not be running quarter to quarter uh, uh, making hasty decisions because we have to make numbers by next quarter. And then uh, next quarter starting over trying to figure out how we get 90 days uh, forward again. We make long-term decisions. We do the right thing. It allows us to do good things for our employees. It allows us to manage benefits and to keep the benefits stable and and all those all those things that we value is important for our employees. Uh, being private really protects those and and allows us to make those decisions uh, rather than um, make a hasty decision based on a quarterly number or try to take out all the infrastructure so we can pump the numbers up so we can sell the company. Those are not things we want to do. We want a long-term successful company. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think a lot of those decisions to be privately privately held is, is, like you said, is part of your experiences at Nichols and kind of seeing that structure unfold. But also there's probably other like companies you saw in Huntsville alone that were doing similar things and being privately held. Was a lot of it was there other companies that you were kind of reaching out to and kind of seeing the model that they used, or was it, all, was it really solely based on just the Nichols experience? Well, the Nichols experience obviously was firsthand, and Don and I both viewed that from a, from a really uh, interactive seat. You know, we were part of it. Uh, Don was uh, uh, successful in, in choosing to leave the company and go somewhere else. Uh, you know, I, I was not successful and ended up... Uh, uh, you know, being being asked to to move on, uh, those are you know those are not situations we wanted employees to be in. We wanted employees to come here and be able to stay for an entire career, and to be and to benefit from being here an in, entire career. It was something we felt very strong about. It, we wrote it down the in the very first uh, conversations we had that we we wanted employees to, to be owners and we wanted the company to be private so that we could make those kind of long-term decisions so that the company performance wouldn't be driven by short-term goals. We'd had all that we wanted. We have seen it play out all over town. I won't call company names, but we've seen companies that have sold. Nichols doesn't exist anymore. It was bought and then disintegrated. 
Uh, I don't know uh, if any of that is left at this point. It, uh, I, I'm just not familiar with it, but I don't think very much. Uh, Nichols had 12 or 1,300 employees here, 3,000 employees across the United States. I don't know if any of those employee contingents are still together or not. They're certainly not here in Huntsville. And I could name uh, you know, a, a dozen other companies that were bought over the years that are totally gone and, and almost non-existent. And, and there's certainly some that have been bought recently uh, that, uh, uh, you know, the idea of the big paycheck was attractive, but once, once the founder and a few folks took those paychecks and, and went to the bank, uh, everyone else is, uh, you know, often left holding the bag, especially the admin staff and, and the support staff. And it's, it, it's just not where we wanted to go, and it's still not where we want to go, and that's why the commitment to being evergreen is so important to us. Yeah, I mean, I think this 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 idea of being privately held and this being such a big core principle within the in the, the tugboat institute kind of does play hand to hand within the the people first. I mean, this the is it? Did you know or did you even think? I mean, obviously, the employees have been always been a huge part within the torches. Uh, uh, culture and kind of what you and Don established this mindset of this of being private was it established more for you from your experiences or or what was it really just because of you seeing the, the way it impacted everyone you worked with at Nichols I mean this the the ultimate of just being left not really knowing what the next step was and you just didn't want that to see for your employees more than you didn't want to see it for yourself yeah. well I, you know I think I didn't want to see it for the employees certainly being the founder I would be somewhat in control of my own destiny but uh yeah i just didn't want to i just didn't want to uh, to repeat that process i didn't for someone to come and and make a career here make me successful i didn't want to leave them uh wondering what step was next and, you know and i think don and i both were in violent agreement on that and uh, we both uh, really cared about us you know really cared about the people we brought on board Early on, most of them were were close friends or uh, you know related people we'd known for a long time, we'd worked with for a long time, and we cared very much about them. So we didn't want that situation, and it 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 was driven by personal experience of you know uh, one day having a good job and the next day having you know uh, not having a job and having the need to go find one. That's you know. <clears throat> I don't want to do that to people if I can avoid it. Uh, it doesn't mean that someone doesn't do their job that, you know, I, I wouldn't ask them to leave, but it does mean that if people are doing their job and doing a good job that I don't want to put them in that situation. Yeah, it's 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 a tough thing to go through, and like especially because there's people that have been with the company forever. I mean, I, I couldn't – there's people that you and Don hired on in those first early years or some of those people that have that worked their entire career here and then able to retire and see the benefits of it and to see just like for you with Nichols being there for so long, kind of working your way up to then just being left, is it's 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 heartbreaking really. Um, this this idea of private is, 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 is it's incredible and just kind of seeing this un, this – this this concept woven throughout this our, all of our conversations is a lot of these things that you established early on with Don have really I mean had much bigger of an Im impact and kind of laid the groundwork for your certified evergreen and kind of being a part of the Tugboat Institute that you you really had no idea at the time. Um, it's it's it, it's crazy how things like this can kind of end up and kind of happen. Well, you know, um, we had no clue of of evergreen or. Tugboat, I don't think when we started Tugboat even existed. It came about years after that. But, you know, when when 
when I was introduced to Dave Horton and Tugboat, and uh, he started to tell me about uh, the Tugboat and the Evergreen, you know, it it started to resonate with me. And I didn't join up right away. Um, I was very cautious and uh, uh, waited a couple years and sort of observed from a distance and uh, talked to a number of folks that were uh, part of the Tugboat uh, membership and uh, finally decided to join. And, and I guess, you know, they have a retreat once a year that's a sea-level retreat. And uh, it's, it's really nice to go and see, you know, 100... 150 other leaders that think this way and share stories that you know that you know some of them will make you giggly laugh and some of them will make you you know uh, cry with happiness and you know they they talk about the peaks and valleys they've been through to 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 create the evergreen experience for their employees and the challenges they've gone through in their company it's nice to be able to share that with other people who think very similarly, who care very much about their employees and what happens to them uh, when they aren't there anymore. Uh, it, uh, and in some cases, these are family business and they're worried about their family. And in Don and I's case, you know, we made the decision early on not to involve our family in the company and not to have uh, have the issues that would come with family ownership, but. Uh, but, you know, what we ended up with is a large extended family. A lot of <laughs> folks that, you know, we care for uh, very much as if they are our family. And uh, um, at the end of the day, we want them treated like family. Yeah, and I think that those, like, retreats in that community that Tugboat's created, I think it's, it's probably also interesting just to see how companies in different industries can have the same valleys and, and mountains that you, you that you experience and you're being able to and you can also learn from them they can learn from you i think that's amazing uh, well thank you again uh, so much for talking with me today i really enjoyed learning more about the principle of private within the tugboat institute and what it means to torch and if you are listening and you want to find out more about the tugboat institute you can visit their website tugboatinstitute.com today yes and i hope you join me in keeping this dream alive thank you Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Keeping the Dream Alive podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen and stay connected with us on social media for news and updates surrounding the company. Thank you so much for listening and we hope you enjoyed it.